right, we're back with the Adam Schefter podcast. This week will be a bonus podcast because of the Deshaun Watson ruling that came down on Monday. Now, ordinarily at this time, we would be posting the in-depth, lengthy, and fun interview that we did with the former Packers Pro Bowl safety, Leroy Butler, who's being inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame this week. But now, instead, we will post that podcast, a lengthy podcast, on Tuesday and offer this bonus podcast today with the great outstanding ESPN reporter, Kimberly Martin, who's just returned home from Cleveland. And Kimberly, the world, the sports world is abuzz with the news of this suspension that the former federal judge, Sue L. Robinson, handed down this morning, giving Deshaun Watson a six-game suspension that did not include any fine. And I'm curious to know your biggest takeaways from the decision that came down today. The biggest takeaway for me, Adam, is just how people in the league view this. Um, As much as a lot of people I talked to were not surprised that it was six to eight, a lot of people, GMs, coaches, execs, feel like it should have been lengthier. Uh, I had a GM text me a few minutes ago, um, shaking my head. You know, this is ridiculous. Um, and and reading portions of, of the decision from Sue L. Robinson, you know, there's a pattern of egregious behavior mm-hmm. um, that was so egregious that she, she said, she wrote that he should only see massage therapists, you know, through the club. Um, but not, but that egregious behavior didn't rise to a level uh, of an indefinite suspension. So I think a lot of people, as we talked about on, you know, on Get Up and other shows, uh, people on the league feel that there is inconsistency in punishments. And as you pointed out, you know, conduct for PED violations, sexual assault, like they're very different. Independent categories, independent right. categories. Right, right. And, and, but emotionally, I think right. as much as people That's... understand that intellectually, emotionally, what they see is here's an NFL player who has, as of right now, suspended two more games than Tom Brady for deflating a football, you know, the same amount of games as DeAndre Hopkins for, for PD, uh, for PD violation. So there is the emotional aspect of this and also just understanding that the intellectual part of it, which is these are different categories under the CBA and the, the who decides the punishment. It's, it's different in this case. And it's a lot to take in for a lot of people for a lot of reasons. And I think some people don't understand the differences in the cases. Like one of the most common reactions I'm seeing is how could Calvin Ridley right. be suspended one year for betting on his own team, yet Deshaun Watson is being accused of all this sexual misconduct and gets only six games. Well, the NFL basically ruled on Calvin Ridley and the mm-hmm. retired federal judge, Sue L. Robinson, handed down her very first decision under the terms mm-hmm. of the new collective bargaining agreement from 2020. This is her first decision. This is precedent setting from her element. And it's also very interesting because now, Kimberly, it leaves the NFL with an mm-hmm. enormous decision, an enormous decision about whether or not to appeal this three-game suspension. And that will be the next huge step in this process because let's look at it from two different ways, right? Back in 2020, when the new CBA was designed, the league and the PA came up with this new system to 
make sure that the NFL stepped away yes, yes, from having to, to make back. decisions yep. like this. The league was getting criticized, vilified for having to make too many decisions. It's a football league. It's not the Federal Bureau of Investigations League. And so by appointing Sue Robinson, the league was taking a step back. So now, if if the league decides to appeal, now it's going back to where it was. Yep. But if it doesn't appeal, it's saying that Deshaun Watson's behavior, it accepts when the league yes. was pushing for a year-long suspension. So it puts the league in a no-win situation, in a very difficult spot, and the league now must figure out how to handle this case moving forward. Yeah. And you're dealing, you know, at the center of it is Roger Goodell, someone who has been criticized in the past for falling short of uh, when tasked with supporting women has fallen short. That's how a lot of people view his his tenure as much as he's made money for the league. Um, The challenge, as you pointed out for him, is the NFL was looking for a year long suspension. Now we're talking about six games to leave it at that. I don't know how the league can. It can, but I think from an from the optics standpoint, I think um, I don't see how the league doesn't appeal. Even though the NFLPA put out a very very strongly worded comment uh, a statement last night saying, um, you know, we ask that the NFL not appeal. Uh, this is the mutually agreed upon process. And she has given her ruling and we stand by it. And hopefully the NFL will do the same. So it'll be so interesting to see what happens. Now, I was told last week that the chances of the NFL appealing a decision from the judge were low, that the Mm -hmm. league wanted, wanted to live with the decision. But I think it was hoping that the decision would be longer than six games. Now, I could tell you this, if it was four, the league was going to appeal. Six, I think, is a little bit of a gray area and puts the league in a tough spot. I think the league probably could have accepted eight or more, right. which I guess is probably what the judge was looking for. Maybe once she made the decision, it's enough to make the league uncomfortable. Deshaun Watson's camp wasn't happy with the decision either, which is amazing. No one's happy. No one's happy with this right now, it seems like. That's what's that's what's so fascinating about it, um, that ta- no one seems to be happy. And, and I, I, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotions running through, not just Deshaun's camp, but the, within the Browns building, fans, um, male, female, doesn't matter. There's just a lot to take in and a lot to process. And where you have two grand juries that that declined to indict on criminal charges and you have this ruling, I don't think anyone feels as as though there's there's resolution, even though as reporters, we have been waiting for this day. And as somebody who just came back from a week in Cleveland, this was supposed to be resolution, but it just feels like, and now we're arbiting the the whole situation from an emotional and intellectual standpoint all day. Okay. You bring up the week that you spent in Mm -hmm. Cleveland and just like people today are torn over this decision. And there are a lot of different viewpoints representing a lot of different perspectives in this particular case. I think there also were different perspectives from Browns fans. I think there were some that want to see their team win badly enough that they were happy, although not feeling great about their Mm -hmm. team going out to trade for a quarterback. There were other people that were disgusted that the team could go out and trade for somebody who was being accused of what he was. What did you see from fans, from the organization, 
of being around a guy like Deshaun Watson this past week in Cleveland? Adam, it was surreal to be, uh, you know, on the field watching fans. Um, I actually taken heat on Twitter because I I posted video of right. Deshaun Watson signing autographs and posing. You know, parents had their kids. Uh, waiting online to pose with him. And I took, I posted the videos and pictures as a way of showing this is what is happening here. Despite what anyone might think among a subsection of fans, they don't, a decision hadn't been made yet um, over the weekend. And they want, they were so happy to get Deshaun Watson cleats and gloves and shirts. And it almost felt like a normal day. So that's why I videotaped it. And that's why I tweeted it because it is a surreal situation because within that building, the dark cloud that we have been talking about hanging over, it doesn't seep in. Teammates talk about him being a leader. Teammates talk about how the chemistry is so much better right now. Part of that is due to COVID because they are all together as opposed to the last two years. But think about it. They had a different quarterback last year and they have worked on team chemistry. And Deshaun Watson, despite how polarizing he might be in that building, they like the guy. They believe in the guy. They trust the guy with their franchise. Um, and so, you know, I think the team always suspected around, you know, six games, eight games, you know, they were sort of thinking in that ballpark. So today wasn't a revelatory day for them. It's more the waiting game to see if the NFL appeals. But it's just remarkable that the team chemistry is better with him. I know that the organization was curious to see the reaction that he would get on Saturday when fans were allowed to see them practice for the first time in a long time. And it was really the first yeah. practice that Deshaun had in front of fans. And you were there, but my understanding is I don't think there were any boos. There were no boos. I looked, I looked up and down the, the sidelines to see if there were any protesters. Um, I expected either a lot of boos or protesters or a lot of cheers. The reaction was more muted. He did get cheered. The reaction was more muted than I thought. I thought it'd be a whole, like, you know, um, yeah, this is our quarterback. Everybody is like, ooh, and hooting and holler and all that. It wasn't that. He did get a lot of cheers. Um, and the, 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 line, the line of kids at the end, it was just a line of kids waiting for, waiting for his autograph. And the parents that, that had them standing there, and we're so excited to have their kids photograph with the gear like that to me was just spoke to this will this is a decision that the browns everybody in that building has to live with um and has to be comfortable with it and the hard part for them was deciding to trade for him yeah after the due diligence and all that that was the difficult part today is more about okay now we know exactly what it is now we can move forward but emotionally them coming to the decision to feel good about this trade, that that hard work and that emotional that all that they went through all that in in February and March. So what does it say about Browns fans and our society that mm. people could cheer Deshaun Watson on Saturday and that the children, yep. the parents nearby, I would assume, could line up to get the autograph of a quarterback who continues to insist he's done nothing wrong, but also mm -hmm. still 23 of 24 yeah. civil lawsuits and now has suspended six games? That's a great question because it says so much, which is why I posted it. Um, 
we talk about this trade as though, and we talk about the NFL as though the NFL should be the moral compass of society. The NFL is not. And uh, unfortunately, maybe I'm Jada as a reporter, but when I watch this, this was a football move made by this football team. Great way of saying it. Uh, that's what it is at the end of the day. And football rules all. I'm trying to win. And they feel like if, if, if Deshaun Watson was not as talented a quarterback, we would not be here. He would not have been worth the risk in the eyes of the teams that wanted him and then the Browns who ultimately pulled off the trade. So for these fans, winning honestly trumps all. And you want to believe in your hometown Brownies, right? Not all. Brown there are a lot of Browns fans that are completely conflicted and a lot that have said to hell with them. Right. Um, and then there are these then there are another set of fans that feel good about that two grand juries declined to press charge, you know, file criminal charges. And this is our quarterback. And we as a family support the Browns. And so this is why my kid is standing in line. And it's a football team that made a football move for a football player. Mm -hmm. We're viewing it from a football prism. Yeah. No other way. And one other thing I want to point out, a lot of people criticizing the National Football League and the league has deserved plenty of criticism over time for many of the decisions it's made. But in this particular case, the league did not decide mm -hmm. the suspension for Deshaun Watson. The league now must decide right. whether or not to appeal the decision that a jointly appointed former federal judge has handed down. This was not the league's decision. The next big move is the league's decision. Exactly. Kimberly, thank you very much for joining us today. Truly appreciate it. Know it's a busy day. Thank you for your time. Thank you, Adam. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Adam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Adam. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
And so there is the outstanding ESPN reporter, Kimberly Martin, fresh off a week in Cleveland on a day that the federal judge has handed down a decision that now literally and truly puts the football in the NFL's court with the league having to make the decision. But we felt it was important enough and significant enough to address it on this bonus podcast today. Please join us again tomorrow when we will be joined by the incoming Packers Hall of Famer, Leroy Butler, as he talks about his journey to Canton. Until then, have a great day, everybody.